Welcome to Everything Life Coaching. I'm John Kim. And I'm Noelle Cordeaux. We are the founders of Journey Coaching. We're super passionate about all things coaching and want to share what we've learned from over a decade of coaching and training over a thousand life coaches. Dive deep into a more meaningful career, find freedom, and make an impact on the world around you. Hey guys, on today's episode, we are going to talk about social contagion. Which sounds, um, man, it sounds like it sounds like a virus, Noel. It is a virus, John. <laughs> oh, it is a virus. All right, <laughs> let's talk about it. It's manic. Uh, it's yeah, it, and and how timely, right? Viruses kind of rule our lives these days, eh? Yeah, yeah. What is social contagion? Social contagion is it's really specifically social influence. Mm-hmm. And the reason that it's viral in nature is because humans inherently copy the behaviors of folks that they're exposed to unconsciously. Mm-hmm. It just right. happens, just as if you caught some germs. That's what happens. It reminds me of that saying, um, you're the, the sum of the people that you surround yourself with. That's entirely true. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is actually a huge piece of, I would say life design. No. Um, and if you're a coach, uh, a great door to enter, to have conversations about one's life. Oh, absolutely. And you know, it's more difficult to swap out people in your life when you don't want to catch their behaviors or affect, you know, like in a work environment or an educational setting or even your family. But it's important to be aware of the phenomenon of social contagion so that you can catch yourself, deal with it, course correct, and make sure that you're really truly surrounding yourself with the folks whose habits and affect and emotions you want to emulate. Yeah, I think that um, many or even most people, um, their friendships kind of happen naturally, and then they just stay friends with people because of history, and uh, not really realizing that people change. And you know, friends, uh, you, you, I feel like you you can't just be like history alone isn't enough to be friends with someone, especially if friends have not grown or are toxic or you know all of that, because then it keeps you uh, stunted as well. Oh, 100%. And this is all about boundary work. And, you know, taking a look in the mirror and saying, who am I? Who do I want to be surrounded by? And Mm -hmm. then and and I think this is where it's really hard. People don't want to hurt other people's feelings. Yeah, of course. And then also when it comes to family, I mean, that's what's really hard because, you know, you can't really, I mean, you could create boundaries, um, but you can't, you're going to be your family for the rest of your life. You can create boundaries and they are going to be your family for the rest of your life, but you can have a tremendous impact on um, the conversational patterns that take place or Mm. the physical patterns that take place and rechart the course for everybody. Yeah. So when you say conversational patterns, that's really interesting to me. Um, What do you mean by that? Because I hear uh, laying new tracks for a different type of relationship, right? Changing that relationship dynamic. Oh, yeah. Okay. So... I'll tell you a story from my own life and um, 
and we're we're excited in this story that my mom doesn't listen to this podcast. I don't even mm. think she knows that we <laughs> that I have a podcast. Um, but my mom, um, there was a period of my life where my mom just had a lot of negative stories mm-hmm. about other people, right. about me, about herself, about the world. And every time I spoke to her, it was really bringing me down, and it wasn't the kind of thing that I wanted to participate in. Right and my therapist suggested that I try an intervention, which involved hanging up on her every time she violated my boundary. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Okay. And and I told my mom, you know, this is what I'm going to do. Um, and, oh, you told her you know, you're going to hang up on her? Yep. Yep. Okay, I that, said, that's, I said, that's a little better. Um, yeah. I said, this is, this is my boundary. I don't want to hear about negative stuff. I don't want to talk about negative stuff. I don't want to participate in it. Every time you do this, I am going to hang up on you. Mm, yeah. That's interesting. And, and I did for a period of months and she never acknowledged it. And then one day the behavior stopped. Wow. Well, it's almost like, uh, it's like the, the, the mouse, um, you know, a changing behavior based on, um, what happens, uh, in the maze. And so, yeah, she knew that she was going to get hung up on. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, these are social contagion and the way it works. The reason it's important to center it in what it means for you is that there's, there's all different kinds of behaviors that are contagious. So yawning, is an example of social yeah. contagion. So is laughing and laughing. smiling. Um, all of these things, your attitudes, the language that you use. Have you ever hung out with somebody who uses a really specific word or phrase and all of a sudden you start doing it too? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Social contagion. Ding, ding, yeah. ding. That's exactly how it works. So a lot of times when we talk about social contagion, because of negativity bias, which we're going to talk about in another episode, mm-hmm. we tend to focus just on that which is negative. So we're thinking about, you know, if you want to quit smoking and you hang out with smokers, it'll be harder to quit. Or negative self-talk. If you hang out with people who always put their bodies down, you're going to start doing that too. Right. But you... – Oh, sorry. Go you go first. Well, I was going to say um, the – the absolute, I think, um, strongest example of this is high school. I mean, Ooh, high school is, is it's just four years of social contagion. I mean, you know, you, you are just a, 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 a you're just putty <laughs> in high school, a sponge. And so you're, you're trying on the behaviors of everybody around you, trying to figure out who you are. My friend has yeah. a nose ring. I want a nose ring. Yeah, I was stealing um, car stereos and it wasn't that that, that made me happy. Um, my, my friends were doing it. And so just to fit in and be with them, I would do the same. So, uh, you know, knowing behavior is bad or wrong and even doing it, um, just because of the, the social contagion element. Interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, young folks are, um, are so very susceptible to social contagion because they haven't yet fully established their autonomy in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but you know, what else is happening is social contagion is now um, being scaled with the internet. It is being scaled with the internet. And this is an area that we have to be really, really careful um, to avoid. So I have a history of eating disorders. And, you know, mm-hmm. I just mentioned that when you hang out with folks who engage in negative body talk, 
it can be contagious. So I was really, really intentional about my Instagram feed and I intentionally followed, um, models who are heavier weights and natural body sizes. Right. Right. So that I was, I was directly choosing to combat the negative social contagion that would come my way just by participating. And so I, I was filling my feed with that, which was positive for me. Yeah. If you end up liking, um, whether it's a car or a type of underwear or, a you know, someone working out or a body type, um, the, the, uh, the, the social medium, it throws everything like that at you. So that's all you see. It almost creates an instant bubble. It does create a bubble and, um, and, and the bubble is depending on, on what, what's inside your bubble, it can be either positive or negative. So I think the question that you have to ask yourself and when you're working with clients is how do you feel Mm. and how do you want to feel? Right. Right. And, and And, what, what's happening around you that is either making you feel that way, um, or not making you feel that way. Exactly. So social contagion has incredibly profound impacts on our positive behavior as well. And because we know that it's so powerful, we can use the impact of social contagion to do all sorts of really cool things with our lives and our time. Um, Something that I started seeing a lot about when we were talking about New Year's resolutions was this idea of immersion. And that when we really immerse ourselves in new cultures and ideas, we become much more susceptible to picking them up, embodying them, internalizing them, and really from the inside out, transforming ourselves into the person that we want to become. Right. I mean, in the last 10 years, um, the retreat is a great example of uh, immersion, uh, social contagion, um, fitness, so group workouts, uh, classes. Uh, and now with the internet, um, private groups, uh, whether you know, it doesn't matter what what uh, platform it's on, but like these private groups where you have a um, group of like-minded people, uh, that can be really powerful. Oh, yeah. Um, another space that I was thinking about is entrepreneurship groups, co-working spaces, right, think right. tanks, incubators. incubators. Yeah, yeah. All of that stuff, it makes such a huge difference to be truly surrounded by folks who have the same values, who are working on the same things, and who think that what you're into is really cool and exciting. Yeah, you know, I just had this revelation that I I feel like we are kind of going full circle where we started off, you know, in the caveman days where it was all about, you know, the... the, your family unit. And, and, uh, even when you had a baby, it was like, you know, the whole village, you know, helped you, supported you and all that. And I think now today there's, we're kind of going back to that in the, you know, the way that we, um, work out the way that we run companies. I mean, it's, it's all about doing, um, life, uh, doing life, not alone, doing life with your community. And uh, journey is actually a great example of that. I, I was just going to say that Journey is a wonderful example of that. And I'm happy to report that your revelation is 100% grounded in the literature. I love yeah. it when that happens. Yeah. Um, when we look at history and we go back to those cave-dwelling ancestors, the way 
that we can understand the importance of interconnection and specifically social contagion is to look at the elaborate forms of social structures and rituals that were built into society mm. in order to increase our odds of survival. Right, right. I mean, there was a lot of, you know, holding hands back then, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. very much. And there's there's a piece of social contagion that I think is really worth noting um, on the positive side of things. It works on the negative side of things too, but I want to focus on the positive because I think that's where we should all be heading. Yeah. And it's that um, positivity specifically really spreads through social contagion. And mm. what happens is that emotions spread through no social networks um, in a web-like way. So all you need to start kind of a web of contagious positivity is one person in a great mood, one person shouting from the rafters with joy, and mm -hmm. that person will rub off on everyone around them. And then those people will go into different social environments and rub off on everyone around them, and it will just exponentially amplify. It is a true collective phenomenon. But wouldn't you say, yeah, and this reminds me of, uh, I, I talk a lot about changing changing the temperature of the room, you know, and, and being the person that does that. But w wouldn't um, you say that the, the, the room has to support and encourage and not reject that one person that is being positive? You know what I'm saying? Like, no. what if that one person is uh, becomes an outcast because that one person is um, not fitting in with the, the negativity of the, all the others? You know, that's that's definitely 100% possible. You know, cranky people tend to hang together. But yeah. um, the way that social contagion works is unconscious. Mm, right. And there, there was a study that looked at next-door neighbors um, and spouses. And the good feelings genuinely move unconsciously from person to person, even when there's no direct connection to that original sparker of joy. Yeah. So it's like, um, even if you think you're not making a ripple or if you're not seeing, um, you know, the result of someone uh, changing or, or being different, there is still something happening and maybe it's very subtle and internal that you are impacting oh, yeah. someone. Yeah. Absolutely. I like to think of um, the story of George and the ladies at the bus stop. So um, for, for all of you who don't know, my dog is George. Um, and he is the most handsome boy in the whole mm -hmm. world. And he dresses up in a colorful bandana every day. And in the morning, we take a walk and we walk past a bus stop in Philadelphia where there are a bunch of folks every day who wait to take this particular bus. Mm -hmm. And the ladies at the bus stop love George. Yeah. And every time George comes strutting down the street, he gets catcalled and it's become a neighborhood event. Yeah. And George, <laughs> he starts sashaying. He knows he's going to get praised. He's like really strutting his stuff as we head towards the bus stop. And number one, it's hilarious. And everybody gets on that bus in a good mood. So thinking about that moment in time and then how that spreads out to the bus driver, to the other people on the bus, to right. the group of those awesome ladies at the bus stop, um, it's, uh, it's, it's a really cool phenomenon. Yeah, there's something about um, especially dogs uh, and babies where 
if they're smiley. I know with Logan, when I take her to the coffee shop, um, she's very extroverted. So she's waving to everyone. She's like the greeter. And I kind of notice uh, people's responses and, and, and no one's annoyed um, because she's smiling and, do, and just waving to plants, waving to people, waving to everything in the world. Um, it, people smile, wave back, and there's always a uh, reciprocated smile. There's always a positive energy that, uh, that people hit back. And yeah, and I sense that. That's awesome. And it also delights my soul that you have ended up with an extroverted kid. Yeah, I secretly kind of wish um, I shouldn't say this, but I you know, because I'm an introvert. At the end of the day, Vanessa is a total extrovert, and and Logan is extroverted like times. I mean, I mean for a baby, I don't know what's gonna happen as she grows up, but she's uh, she is uh, very very extroverted. She'll just walk up to a stranger and want to go home with them. <laughs> oh, Logan, <Yeah>. so. <laughs> kind of bringing this all home um how can we do this how can we how can we consciously and intentionally spread the love and right. rather than taking kind of a toxic individualistic view and saying how can i get happier we need to turn the dial and ask how can we increase happiness all around us mm. yeah because and, and up- also make it a responsibility Oh, yes. I I would love it if folks made it a responsibility. Yeah. So when we set that intentionality, it it boomerangs back and gives us a more profound gift than we could have ever anticipated. Yeah. I mean, this is something that I uh, never um, set an intention with or made an effort to do um, most of my 20s and 30s is I, I was the guy that was negative in the group, definitely not the guy uh, changing the temperature in the room or trying to be positive um, for the, you know, for the, for the greater good for everyone. Well, you are now, friend. I don't know about that. I struggle with it, but I, I, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely try. Um, it comes a lot easier for you than me, but I do think it's important. And I know that, um, but it impacts everyone. And, and, you know, also it kind of connects you to yourself more. It makes you feel better about yourself. It does. Yeah. It does. And I promise to keep being ridiculously contagious. Yeah, you are very contagious and I love it. Um, <laughs> I will always remind you to uh, spread your fire and be contagious. Yay. All right, guys, um, if this was helpful, I hope you pass it along uh, to a friend. And uh, maybe, if anything, a reminder today uh, to know that that is a uh, such a valuable um, responsibility and also very attractive. Oh, yes. Yes. All right, guys, be well. Thanks for listening to Everything Life Coaching. If you're feeling the draw to become a coach, head to journey.co slash everything to explore a new career that brings fulfillment, gives you a true sense of purpose, and a strong community to do it in. We created Journey Coaching to equip you with the tools, training, and community you need to attain your goals. Join Journey Coaching and begin your journey towards personal freedom and a transformative state of growth today. That's J-R-N-I dot C-O slash everything.